1: Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E blitter K Radio on Twitter where today on the podcast we're gonna discuss a little bit of <laughs> Broncos Training Camp. Day one is in the books. I was live at UC Health Training Center checking out the well, the new quarterbacks, the new tight end room, the new secondary. We heard from Vic Fangio. We heard from Drew Locke. We heard from all the stars. Joe. Flacco got a conversation with Zach Kerr as well as Jake Butt that you're going to hear in this podcast today so a lot of conversation with the players and I will tell you what I saw from UC Health Training Center and that is coming up on the Broncos Blitz podcast but first our friends over there at tap 14 1920 Blake Street just a uh, well a hop skip and a jump away from Coors Field 70 Colorado beers on tap 100 Colorado distilled spirits a lot of great stuff over there at tap 14 want you to go on over there and check it out. Of course, just a tremendous amount of beers that, uh, well, on a hot summer day like today, that is what you're going to want to be drinking up on the rooftop. Check them out. Tap 14 on the web. That's tap14.com. Again, you can follow me on Twitter. At Ronnie K Radio, that's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. Where today, look, this was a Broncos training camp that opened, I think, with a little bit more buzz than obviously the most recent ones. The big reason is Vic Fangio and the new coaching staff that has instilled uh, what sense? Uh, it, it feels like a sense of of calm direction. There is somebody in control that knows what they're doing. And look, I'm sorry to, to throw the previous regime under the bus, but the the winds speak for themselves, as Vic, uh, as Vic Fangio told me on air on my radio show, which, by the way, you can catch 7 a.m. every single weekday, Monday through Friday, on Mile High Sports FM 104.7 and on MileHighSports.com. Vic Fangio said... Uh, look, the 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 previous regime, they didn't win. That's why they're not here anymore, and that's the goal that Vic Fangio has to change. And uh, it, I want to start on the defensive side because this is a defense that under him is getting totally revamped. And look, that secondary, which we have talked about this on the podcast before, has has been a weakness uh, for a long, long time. Uh, ever since the the days of the no fly the no fly zone. It has deteriorated, and I think it hit rock bottom last year when Chris Harris Jr. went out with the injury. Uh, I was—I I have never been high on Bradley Roby, as most of you know who listen to this podcast. And they were just inexperienced with some of the other guys that were out on the field. We're going to talk about Isaac Adam a little bit later in the podcast. Now it's a strength. It is no doubt a bona fide strength for this team between. Chris Harris Jr., Bryce Callahan, who may be the best cover corner in the league right now, at least in the slot side of things. Kareem Jackson coming over, and, and that was a big acquisition for this team. And then, of course, now with uh, a team that could see some growth from Isaac Yadam, and um, this could be a very good secondary for them. Pair them with two very good safeties. And I am very, very high on in Will Parks and Justin Simmons, and all of a sudden you got the, you got the recipe for uh, something Pretty decent brewing over here Hey Bobby Flay ain't got nothing on this secondary As they got some good solid talent Just and good guys too You know good players who care very passionate about football and no sketchy personalities as well too and that means a lot that it means there's no distractions they're all focused and certainly Vic Fangio has them in that kind of direction no death by inches if you will this is also a Denver defense with a defensive line that look uh, they are going to be if you want to call it a weaker length I don't think it's I don't think it's right to associate the word weak with them because I think they're 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 at least middle of the pack when it comes to that defensive line. I think you're going to see progression from Derek Wolf this year, maybe potentially a career year from him. I think he can thrive under this system with Vic Fangio, Shelby Harris coming back, another great player who uh, I think has stepped into more than just a role player status. You know, previous years we've seen him. Plugged in here and there, and uh, look, we we take a focus on the Pittsburgh game because of what he did, obviously at the end with the interception, et cetera. But I'll also note in that Pittsburgh game, I tell you what, he was tremendous because this is a guy that, look, he was in the backfield at Ben Roethlisberger's feet on a consistent, constant basis. And so I think this is a team that on the defensive line looks certainly not as strong as their secondary or their pass rushers, which of course is premier in the league, as Denver may have the best 1-2 tantum in the league, but certainly their defensive line, they are no pushovers either. Now getting to the uh, defensive line, and one in particular this name in Zach Kerr, I actually had a conversation with Zach Kerr here on day one of UC Health Training Center and the Broncos training camp, let's listen to Zach and what he had to say about a various amount of topics from, well food, barbecue and how he's fitting in now with Vic Fangio's system First of all, first day of practice, yep. how to feel, man?
0: Uh, it was good. It was fun. Uh, get out here with the guys, run around, um, you know, play football once again, get to identify blocks. It's all, you know, it's it's always a learning curve the first couple of days, but uh, it felt really good. It was
1: fun. This heat out here, it's yeah. like midnight is, man. Are you feeling it at all or no? No, nah, not yet. Um,
0: uh, you know, we practiced early. I think Coach Fangio did a really good job of of taking care of us. Um, so, you know, he coming out here at 9 o'clock before the heat kind of gets us, uh, once you're moving around, we get a lot of water and, you know, you'll be all right. But, you know, it it depends. I don't know what it's going to look like out here at 2 o'clock.
1: <laughs> Any rookies rookie stand out to you right now so far? Uh, I mean, I think all of them are.
0: Uh, this is a good rookie class just like it was last year. All the guys, they're really attentive. They're making plays. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, you know, our third-round pick defensive lineman, I see him the most. I see Dre the most. So um, he's looking, you know, he's looking really good. He look, he's looking like, you know, he, he can play He can play on Sundays. And, um, you know, obviously every rookie has to, something to learn, but he's, he's looking like a really good football player
1: right now. With what Vic is trying to run in Fangio, mm-hmm. where do you see your place – are you liking where you're at right now?
0: Yeah, I mean everywhere. Uh, you know, just helping a team win, and whether it's at nose, three technique, four technique, six, it don't matter what it is. Uh, and you know, I like, I like the defense. I like what he's doing, and uh, I think it's going to
1: be very, 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 uh, very fun for us. How much more confidence do you play with now, knowing that the secondary behind you is a primo defense?
0: Uh, same confidence we played in last year. Um, you know, I think those guys played great. They they worked with what they had, and they made plays when the plays were there to be made. Um, and this year, they're just going to take it up another level.
1: Media barbecue was yesterday. Yep. So I've been asking everybody around. I I saved you a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your Mount Rushmore of barbecue platter. What is the four things you must have?
0: All right, so you got to have baked macaroni and cheese. Okay. You got to have a nice burger. I don't care if it's bison, turkey. Bison. Yeah, bison.
1: Big. What, bison. Is, what is that? Chewy? Like, uh, like no. Nah, it's top?
0: just. It's more. Uh, it's more lean than the other meats. Okay. All right. But bison, turkey. It don't matter what it is. So um, uh, also a little, a little, some baked beans. Um, you got to throw some baked beans in there. Uh, and for myself, me personally, on a lot of barbecues, we do a lot of jerk chicken Mm. because of my culture, so I'm a big jerk chicken fan. You're just lining up on all the meats. Yeah, all the meats. (laughs) All the meats and baked macaroni.
1: (laughs) So, again, that's Zach Kerr joining me a little bit earlier from UC Health Training Center as uh, training camp wrapped up. We got a chance to chat with uh, several of the different players, uh, not only on defense but also on offense. I want to turn the attention to the offensive side of things because, of course, the Big focus was on the quarterbacks, as it usually is, but obviously more in particular this year because of the two new quarterbacks in Joe Flacco and Drew Locke. This is a, a quarterback room that is new but also has a future set. Make no mistake, that future includes Drew Locke. You're not going to take him in the second round if you don't think this guy can be a franchise quarterback, and he looked kind of like the part today. I tell you what, he dropped a couple real nice passes that were just absolute dimes. One long deep ball, a 50-yarder to Brendan Langley, the newly converted Brendan Langley, I should say, from cornerback to now wide receiver, and certainly you're going to see a lot of that uh, You know, these young wide receivers kind of start to blossom. Cortland Sutton was out here today. A little bit of a frustrating night for Cortland. Dropped a couple passes and uh, had to have a little coaching done from Emmanuel Sanders on the sideline. You're seeing that veteran presence of Emmanuel Sanders really shine through. We saw Deshaun Hamilton over the middle a couple times. So, look, this is a, uh, a wide receiver room that I think is a little bit more talented than people will give. I know a lot of people have looked at them as, as maybe more of the weaker side on the offensive football, but I, I, I would disagree. I, I think this is a, a wide receiver room that can hold their own weight, and and I will say this, this is a pass-catching room, maybe, because we should include those tight ends, including Noah Fant and Jake Butt. I think this is a Noah Fant kid who, look, up close, this kid is big. This kid this kid is large, and he is going to be a matchup problem and a nightmare for defenses to deal with because he is faster than linebackers. He is taller and stronger than cornerbacks and safeties. And so now you have to think, okay, well, now we've got to have kind of this team commitment to him even though he really hasn't even proven anything yet and certainly he's going to get one-on-one opportunities particularly in the red zone this year for the Denver Broncos now a healthy Noah fan coming in who looks to be an effective weapon this also means the tight end room gets a little bit crowded I had an opportunity to speak with Jake Butt after practice today who tell you what between him and Troy Fumagalli one of these guys could be the odd man out and it may solely be because Jake Butt has just not been healthy he talked about some of those setbacks getting back out onto the field and how he felt today in practice in my one-on-one interview here's Jake Butt first of all how'd
2: it feel out there today it felt good it felt good being out there um I'm definitely my uh, toughest critic, and, uh, you know, I've got to shake off some rust. You know, it's been a while. I'm um, feeling like I've, uh, you know, I've been fighting an uphill battle, overcoming this third one, you know. So it's going to take some time. Uh, with that being said, it's still very early. You know, we're middle of July, so we do have time. But, uh, you know, I'm a competitive guy. Hold myself to a higher standard. Dropped a ball today. No excuse. So um, we'll build on it. We'll work on it. Check the film and just keep, uh, you know, keep building on that going forward. Starting to feel a little bit more confident with Flaco? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something that's going to, you know, obviously take some time. I really think get too many reps in spring. Um, and then today, you know, I was only doing seven on seven, just got a couple reps, maybe five, six reps on the whole day. So um, it's going to come as my reps increase and you know, as he starts to build trust in me. Oh, it's huge for me from a, I mean, from a football conditioning standpoint, I mean, there's stuff that you can do all summer, but football shape's different, you know? So uh, for me, it's getting out there, trying to get in shape and then just feeling the routes again. You know, I, I know I can run one good route in a row right now. I need to try to be where I run a good route every time, you know, so that's why I'm just trying to get back in shape, get the details down and all that, so part of it
1: so again thanks to jake Butt for joining me today at uh, uc health training center for our uh, first day of training camp they're spraying the uh, field with sprinklers now and getting that uh, grass nice and prepped of course we're going to see them out here tomorrow where uh, this broncos blitz podcast now becoming well once again a daily podcast because a we we got so much to talk about guys the broncos are back two you, because of you, you kept asking for us to put together a daily podcast and I'm going to answer that bell and say, hey we need to do this thing every day because there's a lot to discuss from the offense to the defense uh, new quarterback, new coach we got we got an offensive line that's been shifted around, a secondary that is completely new. There's a lot to discuss on the Broncos Blitz podcast and we'll be doing it all season long on a daily basis so you can find it at MileHighSports.com that's MileHighSports.com and of course the Mile High Sports mobile app as well too. You can check that out. That's free for Apple and Android. A lot of great stuff going on with our coverage there. From our daily notebook, which you can find. If you're not here, then you can read up on the notebook and essentially catch up on what is going on with the Broncos on the field, off the field. Some observations from myself. And I tell you what, I want to end the podcast with this. One of the big headlines today was actually completely away from the players. It was the attendance in the crowd. This is a training camp, and I will say this, and I applaud the Denver Broncos for everything that they do for the fans because this is a training camp that is so interactive with so many opportunities for fans to get autographs, to meet the favorite players, to to take pictures with them, etc. The Broncos do a tremendous job at this, but this was a, a team that A, has only won 11 games in the last two years, and seems like things have soured a little bit on the fan experience. Now, that's on the field, completely off the field. This is a, a, a team that is still well in the organization and certainly making uh, great leaps and bounds with some of the stuff that they do. But it's about winning and losing. Now, I will preface it and say, this is also a team that dealt with 90-degree weather today. It is a Thursday morning. Everybody has to work. But, wow, were the crowds sparse. They were very, very low here at training camp. When it's usually a uh, a packed grassy knoll, this was a a team that probably saw 25% Of their full attendance at capacity I mean maybe 25% I'm thinking more it was like 15-20 I mean it really was a very sparse crowd and and you're going to see a lot of stories about this and of course uh, that could be a multitude of things I think it's you could probably chalk it up to heat You could probably chalk it up to Thursday morning but could you chalk it up to the fact that they've only won 11 games in the last two years and maybe this is a fan base that is beginning to send the message of you know what you need to win some games so we'll see how it goes this is of course a beloved team in this town but uh look you start losing and all of a sudden the tone changes a little bit and maybe even more so particular with so many other teams in this town seeing success as well in the Rockies, the Nuggets, and the Avalanche. So it's the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course presented by TAP14. You can find them on the web TAP14.com. You can follow me on Twitter. I will be broadcasting from training camp as many times as possible. As long as the Broncos keep the door open for me, I'll be here. So I assure you, if you want to keep updated on Broncos news, Broncos info discussion, we're going to have a lot of poll questions and get you and the fans involved in our podcast. Well, I tell you what, follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie. K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K. Radio on Twitter. Of course, you can find me in the mornings on Mile High Sports. That's 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time every single day Monday through Friday we will be broadcasting that morning show we will be broadcasting tomorrow as well as the weeks leading up to the first, re- uh, first regular season game or at least until the very end of training camp or whenever they lock the doors on me if they change the door code then I'm like okay that's probably my sign <laughs> so a lot of fun stuff going on here at uh, training camp and uh, of course I'll be covering it with uh, MileHighSports.com my fellow colleagues and a lot of the fun stuff not only on the website at MileHighSports.com on the podcast and a of course on the radio show 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Monday through Friday. If you're locally here in Denver, FM 1047, AM 1340. We are out here at UC Health Training Center, eyes and ears on the Broncos and of course uh, we hope that you join us with it because it's going to be a lot of fun so again I want to say thanks to our friends over there at TAP14 thank you very much to Jake Butt as well as Zach Kerr for joining the podcast today we'll be back tomorrow with another great podcast on the Broncos Blitz and of course a lot of great stuff as we watch uh, day two of the Vic Fangio area when, uh, of the Vic Fangio era when it comes to the Broncos and uh, a new future for them and I tell you what if you had to just uh, put a gun to my head and say predict it is a bright future, I would say yes. I think it's a pretty darn good and bright future. So we'll be talking about that more on the Broncos Blitz podcast. For now, we are all done. We'll see you next time. And, of course, you can catch me on Twitter at K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K, or radio on Twitter at com for player discussions, profiles, breakdowns, all that good stuff. That's at MileHighSports.com. It's com. See you, y'all.